0: Two consecutive days, we are at it. (laughs) That used to be the norm. used to be five days a week. We're getting there. And yes, I'm going to comment on this like literally every episode because it's a surprise to me as much as it is to you. But this one's a huge one. This one has some gravitas that some others don't have. And I hope you will be as excited about it as I am because we are bringing in a special guest and it's... It's something that I have been wanting to... It's one of the one of the people that I wanted to have on the show for some time. I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, we will get to that momentarily. Uh, Locked on Wolverines Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire. And uh, before we get going, uh, assuming that my little spinning gear uh, stops spinning, which doesn't look like it's going to... I do want to mention that this show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate, like your friend's trip, book your own with Hotels.com, and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. So uh, coming up, the latter two-thirds of this show, we are bringing in former Fab Five player Jimmy King. I am super excited about that, guys. You have no idea how, like, to me, Fab Five was Michigan, right? Like that, more than football. Granted, I grew up, you know, paying probably more attention to Michigan football, but I have very little recollection of that. Where I really got amped up as, you know, someone who was quite young. I was 10, it was like 10 through 12 was the ages that I was when uh, the Fab Five were playing. I mean, I was, it was everything to me watching the fab 5 i cried when chris webber called the timeout bald like they were everything to me i pretended to be all five of them out on the basketball court, uh, court out in my uh, driveway was constantly pretending to be them i remember i remember trying to like creating listen i i grew up in the middle of nowhere only child out in the country single mother so i have there's a reason why i'm a creative i'm a very active imagination even still but uh, you know, I'd sit there and pretend to be Jimmy King, trying to to make shots over, you know, Christian Leitner and Eric Montrose. I know those guys are centers and everything, but still, you know, that's my point stands. Like I pretended to be, you know, every every guy in the Fab Five. So it's really exciting to bring him in. That's a dream come true for me. So very excited for that. But first, before we get into the Jimmy King of it all, and we will welcome him on. Uh, very excited to talk about the Juan Howard hire and how, how does it bring everything together. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, the state of Michigan basketball. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to uh, talk about Brandon Peters, who selected Illinois as the place that he is chosen to go. Which I'm actually surprised because all indications from the people that I trust were that Purdue was going to be the place and uh, Illinois ends up getting it. And Illinois is just, they're just killing it on the transfer market, by the way. They've gotten three former Trojans. Uh, who's a Trayvon Sidney? I can't remember the second one. And then they got Josh Um, I don't know if I'm butchering his name or not. They, they've already brought in guys like Camilo Eifler, who will be able to play this year. The linebacker who was a four-star Michigan targeted him. He ended up committing to Washington. And he transferred after uh, a year at Washington. Uh, they brought in Luke Ford. Uh, the tight end target that Michigan was trying to get, who ended up committing to Georgia, transferred from Georgia due to a, uh, I believe it's his grandfather's illness. And the NCAA, with their short-sightedness, did not give him a hardship waiver, which is stupid. Because he's from that area. He's from Illinois, if I'm not mistaken. So that's why you know he moved closer to home to be closer to family in this moment. And then they bring in Brandon Peters. And at some point, this is all going to pay off for Illinois. Yeah, they've been bottom of the barrel for a while. But it wasn't that long ago. It was a little over a decade ago or about a decade ago, and I don't remember the exact year, that they went to the Rose Bowl. They beat Ohio State with Juice Williams as their quarterback. And they went. They had talent. You know, that's when they had uh, Mikel LaShore. Uh, they had they had players. And right now, they've got players. They, they might be something kind of castoffs in a way. But they've got some guys, and Brandon Peters now gives them a quarterback. And I've been telling you for some time that Brandon Peters is a lot better than people give him credit for. No, he is not Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson, and I was very – I was slow to come around on Shea Patterson. Now, granted, when I say slow to come around on Shea Patterson, I mean in the industry, where I was in the industry. But not Michigan. There's a lot of Michigan fans who haven't come around on Shea Patterson. I was already on board with Shea Patterson by the time that he transferred to Michigan. But, you know, when I was down at the 2016 Army, actually it was 2017 technically, but uh, 2016 Army All American game, because it was that class, the 2016 uh, class, uh, you know, Shea ended up winning MVP of the game. I was, you know, down there with like Barton Simmons and Tom Loy and Steve Wiltfong and, and Rusty Mansell and uh, uh, a bunch of other people, and you know they were just slurping all over Shay. But they also really liked most of them. Really liked uh, Brandon Peters. I remember Barton talking about how high we were on a on the car ride back from uh, from the practice for the uh, the team that uh, Shea played for. Shay and Brandon played for, by the way. Uh, KJ Costello was the other quarterback on that team. And I remember Barton talking about what, you know, what he sees that's so special in Brandon Peters. And I've talked to people close to the Michigan side of things who they've said, like, listen, Brandon Peters is going to be a really, really good quarterback. Like we could see him going pro. Like he he's a very good quarterback just because it didn't work out in Ann Arbor. Sometimes things just aren't a fit, and that's one of the things that we talked about yesterday. Sometimes things just aren't a fit. And he got kind of buried on the depth chart, and I just think that right now, Michigan has a little bit more of a dynamism at quarterback than they had initially intended to have with the three, the top three guys they've got right now. And Brandon Peters, I think, was prototypical to what they wanted to do, but it just... It was just bad timing because Shea transferred in. Listen, if Shea didn't transfer in, we would have had Brandon Peters all l- last year, probably. I know Dylan McCaffrey passed him up, but like I think it would have been most likely still Brandon had the inside track if there was no Shea. Because he, he I think, had a, a little bit more of a mastery of the playbook and everything just by virtue of being there. And he has the physical tools. And the reason why I bring all this up is because I get really annoyed Anytime a guy transfers, because I tweeted out, like, hey, this, you guys have to understand, like, this guy is really good, or well, I didn't say that, I said, I said, you know, Illinois lands another big name, then you get get some Michigan fans that start, like, laughing at the tweet and being like, LOL, yeah, Brandon Peters is a big name, and they act like I lost credibility. He is, especially for Illinois, high four-star guy that, like pretty much could have gone anywhere Yeah. He didn't end up having the litany of offers because he committed to Michigan relatively early, but I mean, there were still schools pursuing him. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I very well could be, if if I recall correctly, Alabama was pursuing him. There, there was, there were a litany of schools that really wanted to try to lure Brandon Peters away from Michigan. And it just wasn't going to happen at that point. So it, it's ridiculous when, okay, things don't work out for a guy in Ann Arbor. And then you get certain elements of the fan base that when you're like, you know, when you say that that guy's a good player, just because you didn't see it with like regularity that, you know, people laugh at him. Keeping in mind that until that Outback Bowl performance, everyone was super on board with Brandon Peters, right? Like how many times back when I was at 24-7 sports did I have to dispel all of the people who wanted Brandon Peters to start over Wilton Spate back then? It was like a constant like, hey, stop it. I remember doing the live chats on uh, the 24-7 Michigan page. Uh, Like I would have a live chat where people could do a Q&A. And there were so many people there like, when are we going to get rid of Wilton and put Brandon Peters in? I'm like, stop it. Wilton gives you the best opportunity to succeed now. And he did. And that's why things went awry when they did. And... I think if you would have had a healthy Brandon Peters, Michigan probably beats Ohio State that year. Now, I don't know. I'm not trying to be Brian Lewerke, Michigan State about it all. But um, it Brandon could make those throws that were necessary. He's going to be really good at Illinois. Now he's getting some, some people that are going to be around him. He's got two years. He leaves with his degree. I don't think Michigan fans are necessarily going to be like, man, I wish we had him back because I think Michigan's got a really good stable of quarterbacks right now. But I still think that the Michigan fans that are, that are laughing him off, are just short-sighted. It's that same thing. Like John U. Bacon says, the most popular guy on campus is the backup quarterback. There was a point in time when Brandon Peters was the most popular guy on campus. I remember going into the Penn State game, and it's the picture I used for his uh, transfer story on Wolverine's Wire yesterday. I had a picture of Brandon Peters giving me the double, the 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 you know the double. Uh, Either I love you, devil horns, however you want to call it. You know, the, you know, the hand gesture, metal type deal, uh, hook him, however you want to put it. And I remember I posted that and on my Instagram and people went nuts. People were like super excited about the potential of Brandon Peters and what changed that Outback Bowl. And then you bring in Shay Patterson. Ironically, Shea is not as loved as he should be, in my opinion. Um, because now there's a sub that same subset. I'm sure the people who don't like the fact that I said he's a big name that Illinois just got. I'm sure those are the same the same people that are clamoring for Dylan McCaffrey over Shea. And listen, Dylan's gonna be awesome when he gets his turn. That's that's how that works sometimes. You know, these it's you have to matriculate sometimes, especially in a Jim Harbaugh system, because there's just a lot going on. Now, it will look a little bit different with Josh Gaddis, all of that. But just know, like, Brandon Peters is going to have a really good opportunity in Illinois. He'll have a chance to really make a dent. And I think he will. I think that, you know, having a quarterback is one of the things that Illinois hasn't had in a little while. Because, I mean, Jeff George Jr., that obviously wasn't going to be the thing. Um, they had a pretty decent rushing game last year, if I recall. So, it's going to be a really good deal for them. All right. That's all that I have to say on that. Up next, we're going to talk to Jimmy King. I can't be more excited about it. But first, shirts shouldn't wrinkle, it's your sweat. It is 2019, people. Twillery makes stocking up your closet as simple as restocking beer in your fridge. Easy, affordable, and a perfect fit. Guaranteed. They offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle four or more. With free shipping and returns, try on some Twills. Risk-free after all feeling is believing. Smart Casual just got smarter and cheaper. Twillery brings performance workshops to the next level with four way stretch material that shuts down wrinkles, stops sweat, and keeps you looking and feeling cool. Wish I had one here in this studio. It's like 90 degrees in here. <laughs> for as low as $55 a pop, when you bundle four or more and free shipping and returns, it's top value in smart workwear. Grab them here www.twillery.com slash locked on. Promo code for $25 off is locked on. Up next, Jimmy King joins us. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. As promised, I'm extremely excited about this next one. Like I said, I used to pretend to be this guy back in 1992, 93, when I was 10, 11, 12 years old. So it is my honor to bring in Former Michigan basketball star and former Fab Five member—I guess it's not really former—you're still Fab Five, Jimmy King. What's going on, my brother? Jimmy's so excited to have you on, man! I'm, I've been looking forward to, been looking forward to the opportunity to to get you on here, especially since we've uh, gotten to be friends a little bit over the last uh, couple months. So very excited.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, you know, anytime. I know. We've crossed paths, uh, doing a lot of events. So, um, you know, it's my pleasure, my honor to, to be here with you today, you know, doing the uh, podcast.
0: Well, definitely, more pleasure's all mine, all on this side. And one of the things that, uh, w- one of the places that we cross paths was at the Jawan Howard press conference a couple weeks ago. And one of the things that you said is, you're like I. I think I might be even more excited than Jawan about this hire. Uh, what? What? Why? Why is that? Why? Why are you so excited about the Jawan coming back to Michigan as the head coach?
1: Because um, I mean, literally uh, a week before it was, it, this was in, on anyone's radar. So uh, for him to, you know, to accept the job and first to be considered and him actually accepting a job and becoming the, 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 head basketball coach for the men's program is, is just incredible. Uh, and especially in the manner which it went down with V line departing the way he did and Uh, and then just kind of the whirlwind that kind of happened after that. Um, but my sentiments was just that, you know, uh, all the things that's going on over the years with, uh, the relationship with the Fab Five and, uh, uh, and you know, I'm just using that in general, you know, the group, you know, we all had our relationship with the university individually, obviously. Um, and that's why it's so exciting to see Juwan get the job. Um, and, and, and it's, and, and I I was saying, I was excited because, uh, again, it, it's just so real to, think that he, uh, my former teammate and, and roommate, is the head coach at the University of Michigan, and it's a big opportunity, a big honor, and uh, that's why I was cheesing ear to ear and <laughs> so excited when I saw you at the uh, press conference.
0: Now, like you said, you all had your different relationships with the university. It seems like you've been kind of more involved than some of the others, uh, just to kind of quickly pivot to you and everything. Uh, cause I remember at the I, I remember I saw you at the Nike football unveil, the big block party type thing. But mm-hmm. not everyone was involved quite then. Uh, mm-hmm. Jalen didn't come back until really he started seeming like he was getting involved with the university once. Uh, once they had the basketball unveil and they had him host it with DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. Jawan got mm-hmm. seemingly involved a little bit later. Uh, coming. And checking in with the basketball team, and and getting uh, meeting up with the football team, and mm-hmm. Chris only finally made his his return this past year uh, for the Penn State football game. What what was that experience like for you to kind of get reinvolved, and what kind of prompted that opportunity for you?
1: Well, um, for me, you know, I've been here. I, I've been the the lone guy who resided in the state Jalen resided uh i mean obviously from here he'll always be here he has a school here but uh he uh moved away um a few years ago uh sold his home here and, uh, had to move out to l.a because they doing the show mm-hmm. um so i was the only one that was here consistently for the past 25 years and so the relationships obviously um you know flow through me when um you know they were strained or even just as sometimes just as a friendly liaison or a reminder to you know reach out to certain people so that was pretty much my role with not just you know my former five five teammate members but all of uh, 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 Michigan basketball players um when when called upon so my relationship um really, hasn't really changed since the day I stepped foot on campus as a freshman. So um, over the years, and, you know, I'm not saying that like I'm, you know, taking credit, but um, I helped massage, you know, uh, some of those relationships and just me being here consistently uh, gave confidence in um, Jalen and Juwan and Ray and and, and Chris to, you know, to come back when when they could.
0: Now, how, obviously, like you said, that, it's it's been ongoing, but how much has it meant to you to see, to see that it, it, it's continually that that you've been a part of you know bringing everybody back, and to see that the university is starting more and more to embrace, you know, you guys as a group. I mean, you you guys established a culture not just at Michigan, but you know, for the basketball program, but in all of basketball. So I, I mean, I, I'm one of those people that that thought you know, okay, yes, there were there were things that happened and I understand why the university did what it did. But at the same time, like you guys changed the culture of basketball at every level. So like, what has it meant to you to see the progress that's been made over the last couple of years, particularly?
1: Um, it's been great. It's been, uh, something that's been a lot of hard work. And, and, you know, I, I mentioned this
0: to uh, Jalen
1: a few weeks ago is that, um, I think the perception was, uh, publicly that the relationship was tolerated there was a tolerance of the relationship and uh between the fab five and uh the university uh but the reality was is that uh we were building behind closed doors and um to a lot of people uh i know would seem as uh like for instance uh the juan howard hiring was kind of quick but really that's just Uh, A familiarity with uh, The relationship that's been Building um, behind closed Doors over the years so um, I just think That you know what we're seeing what we're witnessing Now is a culmination of that Those talks and um, That relationship that we've Been building for the past recent years
0: Well I'm glad to See it happen Uh, I'm, I'm Glad to even though And we'll get into this here in just a moment even though I was Definitely critical, uh, especially before the hire, a little bit less after the introduction, but definitely before the hire, I was critical of of the hire. And we'll get into, like like I said, we'll get into that in just a moment. But I'm glad to see that, that this is all happening. Like I said, you guys are part of my childhood. I know that uh, part of my love for Michigan, I know that I'm not alone in that. But before <laughs> we do, we'll get more into the ra- overall ramifications of the Jawan Howard hire in just a moment. Uh, but before we do exactly that, uh, is your company looking for a new way to reach customers? Just know that your company could be mentioned right now. Podcast listeners are sixty percent like more likely to interact with sponsors that they hear on their podcasts. Our demographic is ninety eight percent male and has more education and earns more than traditional media audiences. Have your company sponsor this podcast? Email me at lockedonwolverines at gmail dot com. Coming up after the break, more with Jimmy King. We're going to hear a little bit more of his thoughts on Jawan Howard being hired as the new. Michigan basketball head coach. All right. We are back. We've got Jimmy King, former Fab Five player, current Fab Five player. I I don't know how to to state that, apparently. But uh, (laughs) we got Jimmy King on the line here. Uh, And uh, Jimmy, to, to continue what we were talking about here, Like I said, I was really skeptical. I thought that John Beeline, with the work that he did uh, coming in, and maybe there's a bias there for me. John Beeline's first year was my senior year at Michigan. And so maybe there's a little bit of bias there for me, but I thought with everything that he had built, two national championship appearances, uh, you knew that Michigan was going to pretty much get to the Sweet 16 just about every year, at least in the last uh, seven, eight years or so. So I Mm. thought that Michigan had built up a little bit more cachet than going out and getting a first-year head coach. Why am I wrong?
1: Well, you got to look at the pedigree of that first-year head coach. Just because they're a first-year head coach do not mean that they don't um, have the cachet or deserve or uh, can't handle the pressure of being the men's basketball coach here. Uh, Particularly, you look at, what John Beeline has built. He's built a wonderful program. Like you said, it's back in the uh, national spotlight. You can expect them to be successful in the Big Ten and nationally every year, making a deep run in the tournament. And so with that, uh, when you look at the next steps of uh, how you want to develop your talent and the kids that you currently have, you have an obligation to those, especially the ones that were uh, that may feel, you know, obviously abandoned by a coach. And I'm not putting it out there like, you know, uh, be line abandoned his players. It's not what right. I'm saying. I'm just saying that if you're looking, you know, to to the higher, then I think you have to incorporate the feelings of the current players. And um, in my opinion, I think that would weigh pretty heavily. And if that's so. I'm looking at a guy who uh, has a relationship or, or can relate to the type of players that I want at my university, and Jawan Howard embodies that. Again, when you look at being a top three player in the uh, All-American in high school, um, you know, going to uh, a major university uh, at the University of Michigan, being highly successful there. Mm-hmm. Um, leading them being all-American at the university going to two final fours I mean we know we know the track record and and then on top of that you know the the success he had after his college days um that's the message that you want to send to uh the players that you want to recruit in my opinion when you're looking uh to to continue developing a program that's been set mm-hmm. uh of course you're going to have uh, ups and downs it's going to be trial and error he is a uh, first year coach so i just think that the expectations <clears throat> are um you know fair mm-hmm. and i and, and and again um i can understand and see why um you would want someone or think you know someone uh that has a a, a long tenure or, or at least been a head coach somewhere to come in However, I just again I think this is a very unique situation, and um, it happens to be a guy who played at the University of Michigan and was a Fab Five member. Because if you really you know look at it too uh, from another perspective, Jawan Howard was getting a head coaching job in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that again if he wasn't attached to the University of Michigan and wasn't a former Fab Five member or fat five member. Uh I don't know if it'll be so many questions because I think people will look at his pedigree, look at uh his track record and and you know can can kind of draw parallels to why he would be successful at college at the college game. So um that's just, you know, my opinion on it. I think, you know, everybody's gonna have their own, you know, um I try not to be biased, but again, I know it. I know the guy, and I know, and I know that, like, just the, the pure emotion that you saw in his conference press conference. That that's the type of leader that you want, because not only obviously he's a uh, a real man that's not afraid to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a he's a man that uh, that that promotes healthy emotions. If you wanna have a all around type of player or uh not even a player, just a just a person, a human being. That's 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 the type of uh character that you want to build in uh out of your players and, mm. and, and see them be successful. You you want a model guy like Juwan and uh to see his raw and true emotion come out that way, uh, is really uh and, something i think that mothers all across the country will be able to you know resonate with even i mean just parents alone not just mothers but parents fathers too mm-hmm. um you know they they know they got a guy that will be fair and be firm but also to not ignore uh their emotions because he's into his. so i'm excited to see how he plays out and and um what goes on in the next couple of years but uh, you know, one thing, he got my support, and he has everybody's support uh, that I've spoken with, and we're uh, just looking forward to, to to having some fun.
0: You know, I think that is definitely a key, like you said, having the support, and that is one thing that uh, it seems to be there in spades. Even those who do question, uh, they they all kind of, it, kind of like Jim Harbaugh coming and coaching the football team. It's a different scenario, but at the same time, it's uh, mm-hmm. it, I, you see a lot of support. And it's one of the things that Jordan Morgan uh, said to me at his golf outing that well, which you were a part of the other uh, the other day, mm-hmm. Jordan said this really galvanizes the, you know, the Michigan community and creates a lot of healing. So right. with that in mind, what what healing still kind of needs to happen? And like, how does it create that healing having uh-huh. Juwan in place?
1: I think a lot of that healing is internal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the, the program has been, uh, fractured long before John Beeline or Juwan Howard and the, his, their predecessors, um, when it comes to the relationship with, uh, the university or, or just players coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily the university, just the relationship with the athletic department uh basketball and uh former players um john b line did a great job of reaching back uh to all of us um i know it was a priority i know they've they've done a lot of great uh uh about to say fundraisers, but uh reunions Mm -hmm. (laughs) excuse me Mm -hmm. uh throughout the years and so now i think it's uh again, it's the same thing as the basketball program when it comes to the X's and the nose and developing players excuse me <laughs> uh, developing players it's the same uh when it comes to <laughs> making sure uh, that you know you, you develop in, uh, all around and and, mm-hmm. and and touch on everything uh so that um you know he can he can be, what we all want. Mm-hmm. Um and that's an elite program, uh, an elite system, and an elite coach. And I think that uh he'll fit that bill.
0: Now last question for you. Uh obviously you guys had swag about you. Uh the 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 beeline teams did too, but it was a little bit understated. Do you think that Juwan's gonna bring a level of swag, especially, I mean, he's the head coach. He's not one of the players anymore, but you think that mm-hmm. that, that type of swag is going to be apparent with these, uh, Absolutely. future teams
1: the teams always embody, embodies the, uh, temperament of their coach. And Jawan is a, he, he was always our cheerleader. You know, if you ever look back at the film and again, I know he's a player, but I know he gets excited and he loves the game. He loves seeing, uh, young aptly succeed and so uh while you know they're messing up and or or succeeding he's going to be there uh very vocal and cheering them on um uh with a loving hand and that's just the personal side that i know of him i I think he's going to be uh firm but fair Mm -hmm. uh and i think that you can count on him you know uh, loving the kids and that's 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 one thing I could say you know uh, not to call him a you know a, a big teddy bear but <laughs> um, he, he can be when he needs to but then he could also you know put the hammer down when, when he needs to so it's a perfect balance and uh, I just think that's a healthy environment that he's gonna foster for the program and for those kids so uh, we'll see I'm excited. I hope that, uh, I hope it, I I just, I know it's going to work. And and that's, that's, that's my parting, my parting say, I I know it's going to work just because, uh, his intentions, um, are, aren't manufactured, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he's going to, I think, Honestly, I think he's going to change the game as a coach, like he did as a player. I think he's going to do that. I think he's going to. I think he's going to shock a lot of people and the success that he has and he carries here.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing: you have me hyped and fully, fully bought in uh, in ways that I wasn't before this call. So uh, <laughs> I, I am. Well, I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jimmy, more than appreciate you coming on. Like I said, it's it's such an honor to have you on here. And uh I uh, anytime, my brother. I appreciate you. Well, there there are very you know very few people out there that could speak with authority on this subject, and you are you are one of a handful. So it's <laughs> excellent to hear all of that. Uh, well, thank you. Well, for the Lockdown Wolverines podcast, I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole. You can find me online at Isaiah Hole. Follow the podcast at On Wolverines. Wolverines Wire at Wolverines Wire. If you would like to be a featured sponsor on the show, email me at Lockdown Wolverines at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Himalaya, wherever you get your podcasts or online at Wolverines com where we post our daily podcast every single day to go along with the rest of your Michigan football and basketball coverage. This was Locked On Wolverines, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.